Connecting Indigenous musicians and artists to the world. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars with your host, Rhonda Head. Hello, everyone. I'm back after a two-week break, much-needed break. I had a surgery and I needed to recover and just take some time out to heal. So I'm doing much better and and I'm so happy to be back. I missed everybody. Uh, but in the meantime, I, I beat it myself, uh, Indigenous Superstar Medallion. So I hope you like it. Uh, I'm going to show it off. I'm going to be wearing, wearing it every time I, I um, do my shows. So I'm so happy to be back. And I just want to make an announcement. I'm still going ahead. I'm still doing the, the um, Indigenous Superstars Music Awards. I'm probably going to be extending the deadline and moving the date back a little bit further because I'm trying to uh, apply for funding. And uh, so, yeah, and, and I'm also working on the award. So I'm really, I can't wait to show you when, when, when we're finished the, the first award. So here's the video. It's an evening of celebration as the inaugural Indigenous Superstars Music Awards 2021 features 26 categories and the chance to take home top honor of the year. This award ceremony will increase awareness of a songwriter's craft and gain recognition online and through promotion. The show will be streamed live on Indigenous Superstars and Frog Radio with an announcement coming soon on the date of our awards celebration. To register your songs or single, they must have been released and distributed on Spotify between January 1st, 2019 and July 31st, 2021 at midnight. Entries for submissions are already underway. For all the details, and to see the list of 26 categories, plus hear artist song entries, please visit our website at indigenoussuperstars.com. So that's the award show, and uh, that yeah, we're going to be extending the the uh, the deadline. And I want to thank everyone that has has uh, submitted so far. The submissions are are coming in steadily, and I want to thank everyone for for submitting. But I, like I said, I'm I'm going to extend it be, because I'm applying for funding, and and uh, I need it to help me with with uh, other stuff that put, that goes towards putting on a an award show. But it's a lot of fun. I'm really excited to give the artists another platform to to showcase their music. I also want to congratulate congratulate the graduates of Opaskiak Cree Nation. Yesterday, the nursery graduated. Today, the kindergarten gradu graduated, um, as well as the great the the grade eight prom had their had their. Uh, uh, their little ceremony today, their, I guess, uh, rites of passage ceremony, because they're going to be going into high school next year. And tomorrow is the grade 12 graduates from uh, Oscar Laughlin Collegiate. So I just want to give a huge shout out to all the graduates of, of Pasquiac Cree Nation, including the ones that graduated from college and any trades and university. I'm, all very, I'm very proud of all of you. And, and I also want to Give a shout out to all the graduates around the world who have been using my song, the graduation, Awaken Graduation song on TikTok. So I I found that very flattering. There, there's graduates from Hawaii, from 
from uh, China, from Melbourne, Australia, or, or Sydney, Australia, and and uh, Mexico, and and across Canada. And so, I, I feel free to use that song for your for your graduation um, TikTok piece. It, it's it's a really inspiring song that I that I wrote, and and uh, it talks about our ancestors and our DNA and our, our ancestors being proud of us. So feel free to use that song for your, for your graduation. I also want to say that this Sunday, I'm going to be walking with Alyssa Whitehead for the, uh, in conjunction with the Winnipeg Brain Tumor Foundation walk that they have every year. We're going to be walking at the Grace Lake Road and, and we're doing it in memory of her son, Ryder, who passed away from brain tumor. And as well for myself, to because um, uh, I'm a two-time brain tumor survivor, and, and always create awareness for for um, for the brain well, people who, who had brain tumors. So, if any of you in the Paw OCN want to come and join us, we're going to do it safely and socially distance at the Grace Lake Road on Sunday at one o'clock p.m. in the Paw. And and lastly, we uh, I just want to say. That I'm wearing orange to, uh, uh, in, in, um, in memory of the all the children that are being found in in, in graves at at the residential school sites and and today we were given uh, devastating news from Kawas's First Nation and they found 751 graves unmarked graves and and uh, they had a major press release and and uh, I'm really happy that. They had um, networks from all over the world uh, covering this this um, this issue that's been going on in in uh, in, uh, in Canada. It, like our our people are, are uh, have always talked about the atrocities that happened to them, but nobody listened. And now the children that are being found, you know, they're they're being forced to to hear us now, and not only in Canada but but all over the world, and and. Uh, my sister Janet says prayers to the 751 children found, prayers to the families left behind, prayers to all the residential school survivors. A sad time across Canada. We are grieving. Yes, we are mourning. Uh, I want to I give a shout out to Kim from Kansas and Ephraim as well for tuning in. And Ephraim says very cool about the uh, award show. So thanks for tuning in, and and uh, I really have an awesome guest. Uh, we're gonna have a a good conversation today about his music and about his community, and my get my it's my eighty third show today. So I'm really happy and and excited. I'm back and getting back into the groove again, and and I uh, missed everybody. Hope you missed me too. <laughs> so my eighty third guest is Kurt Young is an international entertainer, singer, songwriter, grass dancer, artist, and actor from the Kawasis First Nation in Saskatchewan. His album won Best Blues Album in Indigenous Music 2003 and also got a nomination outside of the Indigenous category for the World Album of the Year. In 2020, Kurt worked with over 5,000 youth doing school shows. Even with the pandemic, Kurt has been busy doing over several school and community paid shows through Zoom. Kurt's music embraces storytelling as a solo artist, and Kurt is an artist designing porcupine quill jewelry, keeping the old traditional 
tradition alive with a contemporary feel. And he's he also released a new album that was released on June 12, June 1st, 2021. So we'll be talking about that as well. So please welcome Kurt Young. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Good, good. You know, uh, you know, it's been a, a really interesting day. Um, you know, first of all, I, I want to congratulate you on the award show and bringing some positivity into the world. Um, at this time, you know, it's something that we need. Um, you know, uh, as for for me, uh, for today, um, I was lucky enough to get some good medicine and do a performance um, for the um, residential school survivors. And this this was uh, put on, um, you know, was planned, I'm gonna say three weeks ago or something before, you know, I think it was before the Kamloops um, finding, you know. So, you know, the, the young spirits, um, you know, we had the drumming and we had singing and, we had a lot of ceremony and an elder today to uh, pay respects to all the young spirits out there, you know, and and and, and especially um, my community of, of Kaosa's First Nation, which my father's from, um, you know, it's really a, a tough thing to, to hear because we got some of the, the, you know, we got some inboxes last night about, you know, this press conference that was going to happen. So we got, you know, some of the uh, numbers, some of the rumors of numbers and stuff um, last night. So it was really a, a tough night and, and it's been a tough day, but I'm very lucky to have music in my life because my performance today really helped me. And I believe that it's, it's medicine. Um, music is medicine, um, not only for you know, the people in the, the crowd that they're watching, but the artist as well, there's a release that happens in there. And so I just want to send a, a big uh, shout out to all the families, you know, out there, um, all the young spirits that are still yet to be found because I believe that we're, this isn't done yet. You know, there's still more communities that will be, you know, probably facing some of the same things that we've seen in Kalsis and, you know, Kamloops. And, you know, it's really unfortunate. So all we can do is is uh, send our prayers and play, you know, play our music and, and, and sing those ceremony songs that uh, the drummer sing. And, um, you know, hopefully that'll bring good medicine and, and let the let the young spirits know that they're not forgotten, you know. We can't let uh, let this be um, brushed under the rug. And I, I think that, you know, with as you said, with having all the um, news um, cast from all over the world, you know, this will be a worldwide, you know, crime. You know, I'm glad that uh, the, the chief of cows has said this is going to be this is a crime scene. Like mm -hmm. it's going to be taped off. It's going to they're going to bring in, you know, experts and, you know, like, I don't know what's to come about it, but I'm glad that they're treating it like a crime scene, you know? So, sorry to be so uh, uh, long-winded and, and, and blabby into my um, into my hello, but uh, yes, congratulations on 
on uh, all the wonderful positive things that you're doing. And, uh, you know, it really uplifts our, um, our artist community here, here in North America. Thank you so much. And, and uh, no apologies uh, are required. Um, you know, it's important when you, we talk about the, the issue that's going on. And, and I'm sure the audience tuning in or uh, want, want to hear, especially from you're from that community uh, from Kaosis, where, where the 751 unmarked graves were found. Like, I'm sure they, they want to know, you know, what's going on and uh, in your community and how you're feeling and and uh, uh, you were also telling me that that uh, your father went to that residential school where, where those unmarked graves were found. Yes, uh, you know he uh, he wrote a letter um, a few days ago, um, and he shared it with me. And so I asked him if I could share it um, online. And so I shared it on social distance powwow, and I shared it uh, on my page, and it. It's really um, gotten a lot of uh, publicity, a lot of love, a lot of views. And, um, you know, you can check it out on there. Um, but, you know, he, he, he talks about, you know, um, arriving at um, Cowes, you know, arriving at the residential school. And within the one hour, he was, uh, you know, sent to where he was supposed to sleep and, he doesn't know why and you know he wasn't doing anything wrong he just doesn't know why but the the priest walked up and like punched him in the face uh three times and he was about five or six years old at this time punched him in the face three times and until he was bleeding all over his pillow and crying and trying to hide from the priest um you know and then like you know he's waking up and his face is stuck to the pillow because there's blood and stuff so it you know, and, and so I think a lot of these um, children actually were, you know, um, you know, you think of, of an adult's fist hitting a five or six year old's face. I think a lot of times these these children were um, they died within hours of being, you know, dropped off, you know. And then uh, and then you think about because uh, my dad was ta also talking about you know, kids would cough and start getting sick and then they would just disappear, you know, like, so, you know, I think that a lot of kids got tuberculosis, they got, they got sicknesses and they were just, they were just basically like put out to pasture, like literally put out to die because the, the medicines that were supposedly sent for the kids were used by the staff um of the school and whatever was left was was given to the kids and so a lot of a lot of kids passed away from sicknesses and tuberculosis and you know those type of things as well um and not getting the right care you know not getting the right care even running away like um like my father talks about kids that would break free because you would get sometime you know by yourself or you know you would you'd figure it out right as as a as a child and that's another reason why they would get rid of these children at the age of 12 or 13 because the boys would start to fight back you know mm -hmm. by that time it's time to get rid of rid of the boys and, and girls that that are like getting enough so they can defend themselves you know what i mean and so um but yeah uh you know, kids would, would, would run away and then die in the bush trying to make it home or, or trying to get away from the school, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's not only 
the schools, but even like the bush around the schools, I think they need to do like a like a huge radius around the schools, dig up, you know, like and then a lot of like my school, my other reserve. So my other reserve is Gordon's First Nation, and there was still a residential school open in 1995 um, on my reserve there. And so the school was burnt and smashed down, but we don't know if there was bodies in there now, you know, like there could, like, I think that's another thing that needs to be done is these schools, the walls need to be looked in the basement, the whole school needs to be checked out because we don't know if there's, there's actual, you know, bodies in there, you know? And so, you know, unfortunately for, for my reserve, the school was smashed and burnt down. So we'll never know, um, you know, for, for, you know, in case like there was some uh, bodies that were inside the school, but, you know, um, it's just unbelievable. And I'm glad that the, the chief of, of Cows's first nation is, is treating it like a crime scene. Um, and, and we'll see where it goes from there. I don't know who would, who you would blame after all these years and that, but I'm glad that it's, being treated like it should because it is a crime you know and and i'm glad I that canada is shamed i hope this the whole world looks at canada as not the peacekeeping country that it proclaimed to be all these years um the government has obviously hit this they've known about it uh you know so i'm glad it's all coming to light you know unfortunately it's on the backs of First Nations like it's always been. But, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I'm glad that it's coming to light. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. me too. I'm, I'm really glad. Thank you for sharing sharing that with us and uh, and the viewers. Uh, I also wanted, I wanted to say that we've always known this. The, the, we heard the atrocities. We heard the stories from our parents and our grandparents and they told their stories when they, when the TRC was going on, the Truth and Reconciliation, and when they had to, they, they told their stories when when uh, you know when they were getting um, compensated from the government. But nobody was listening. Nobody yeah. was listening to our stories, my parents' stories, and then our own intergenerational survivor stories. And and uh, you know, it, it took the 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 precious babies' lives. Uh, that were buried to to make the world hear what happened to us, and now you know uh, they they can't hide it anymore. There's too many children that are being found, and 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 it's 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 heartbreaking for for all of us right across Canada, and I'm sure they're feeling it in the United States as well too, because it probably happened that the same thing most likely happened there as well. So I just want to thank you for for sharing all that, and and uh, you know prayers to your community and. I uh, like um, uh, I was we were talking earlier and in my community, we had um, uh, Mackay residential school and, and the Guy Hill residential school plus the sanatorium. So I don't know what kind of numbers they're going to find here, but I'm sure it's going to we, we need to be prepared as a community to to help each other support each other, because I know that's good, probably going to be another um, uh, it's going to be heartbreaking anyways when when we find out the numbers and like just just one more thing i just want to say quickly is the way that they set up the whole uh you know uh, compensation and all that to bring our our parents and our grandparents into a room 
and say, tell us your story. Tell us how abused you were. And then say, this is how much you get based on that. Yeah, right. what That is absolutely need to be changed. A whole new lawsuit needs to be made. And it's not about the money, but it's about the principle of how it was was presented to our parents. It was presented in a way to fail in the first place. You know, to say, oh, this person got more abused than that person, so they get this much. No, as soon as you were taken from your parents, it should be one price. They should all yeah. be paid one price. And it's it's absolutely wrong to bring our our um, our grandparents and our parents into a room and make them relive that the whole traumas that that they've lived, you know, and 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 go through that and say, well, listen, like what was said to my parents. Well, you guys have a nice house. You guys, you guys worked your whole life. You got that's this, and this was really uh, told to my parents when they were in the meetings to get their compensation for going to residential school. You guys did fine. That's what they were told. You guys are okay, you know. And you know, mm -hmm. just just my little one story about my father um, being punched in the face at five or six years old. That was his initiation into the residential school. So that whole thing needs to be looked at. I don't think there should be uh, more numbers for this or that. As soon as you left your property, as soon as you left your front door, I think that everybody should get that same price um, and everybody should be compensated, you know, not only with money, but with counseling and, and uh, whatever they have to offer, you know. Yeah, I agree. totally agree. And they have the resources. They took our resources, so they, totally, they should give it back to us. <laughs> exactly. So, so yeah, it's a really heavy topic, but but it's it's real. It's going on right now in in our country, and we need to discuss, have conversations about 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 this about this issue facing our indigenous people and and the country of Canada. I wonder how they're they're really going to respond to 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 this news because it's not going to stop. There's so many other residential schools that that, and I'm sure there's bodies there that are going to be found. Right? Mm -hmm. I'm sure that, uh, all the all the schools are going to be looked at, which is good. And and uh, Canada does not look good at all. I I, mm -hmm. I agree. And and uh, so so with that, um, uh, we'll send prayers to to your community and and to all the families that were affected from from those um, unmarked graves in your community. So so with that. Um, uh, we're gonna get into your music. Yes, and, for sure. Uh, we talked about um, you know music is medicine. So um, can we just get into a song? Yeah, you know what? Let's do that. I'm gonna play a uh, honor song for uh, all the listeners out there that are feeling heavy in the heart right now. Um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna start off with a quick honor song, and then I'm gonna get into a, a guitar song. But I want to send this out to all the people that are feeling heavy hearted right now. Um, you know, music is medicine. Dancing is freedom and storytelling is our ancestors.
song's called If One Stands or When One Stands. I have a music video out for it. Check it out under Kurt Young, When One Stands. We don't leave our loved ones behind. What does the word just feel like? Across this land, we come together. Teardrops from so many mothers. You can feel the hate in racist eyes. Uneducated whispers in disguise. When one falls, we all fall, yeah. When one calls, we all come home. We don't leave our loved ones behind. What does the word just feel like? If one daughter doesn't come home, when one son walks all alone, when one falls, we all fall. When one falls, we fall home, yeah. Praying is forgiveness. Standing up is a witness. Oh, Creator, let them see. We are peaceful in our journey. Yeah. When one stands, we are strong. When one speaks, we are free. When one daughter comes home. When one son grows up, yeah. When one stands, we are strong. When one speaks, we are free. When one stands, we are strong. When one speaks, we are free. When one stands, we are strong. When one speaks, we are free. When one stands, we are strong. When one speaks, we are free. Awesome. That was a very beautiful song. Thank you for sharing that song. Thank you. So, Thank you. So, uh, can you tell us about your, your album that you released in on June 1st? Yeah, it's a... Um, it's a it's an album called This Is My Story, and um, it's an unplugged album. 
I haven't put out a solo album in like a long time, like over 10 years or so. Cause like I put out, I produced and uh, recorded all the young medicine um, albums and stuff. So that was the duo that I was in for a long time for a good, like almost eight to 10 years or so. So, um, you know, I hadn't put out anything that was a solo um record uh and so i was like you know what i i kind of always wanted to have like an album where it's just acoustic and voice and maybe like one lead instrument type thing so um but what ended up happening happening in some of the songs is um i put hand drum in it and so i was like i really like the hand drum beat that like the boom 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 like that boom boom and so i'm like strumming along and coming up with like ideas like with that style of beat so um you know other than the hand drum uh the last song that i sang is the only one that has like drums in it um and the last one when one stand um that actually has bass drums and it's kind of like an like a like a like a song that a fully produced song whereas all the other songs are really really uh uh toned down just to acoustic guitar a lead part and voices yeah cool i'm gonna bring a photo up uh would you be able to see it sure can you, can you tell us about this photo oh yeah yeah so this is um this was a photo that we did uh we shot a music video for one stands um when you you can check it out and so all the ladies were uh, by this medicine wheel here in Calgary, uh, and they call it Mokinsis, uh, Camp Mokinsis, and uh, Mokinsis means the elbow, uh, meaning the elbow river. And so um, we were up in this uh, place in Nose Hill, um, and it's a medicine wheel that was put together by the city. There's an actual real site that's more uh, down the hill, um, but they wanted to kind of preserve that and 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 kind of replicate what was down the hill up top where people could more enjoy it and stuff so it's in the same area as the real medicine wheel but uh you know i've just learned that it's actually was put together in the 80s by the city and it's a real uh uh traditional spot where where a lot of crees and blackfoot and stonies and people would meet and do trades and stuff like that meetings and stuff. So it's a really sacred place. So we thought it would be nice to shoot there. So we went up there with a, a bunch of women and all, a lot of these women are Blackfoot. There's some Crees in there. There's, you know, some Ojibwe, some Stony. So there's a lot of people from different tribes that are, that are there together. And so we just thought, you know what? I'm gonna take uh take take a video and get some shots of this, and uh, this is what came out. Yeah, this is one of the yeah, that's a great uh, shot. Thoughts, yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing that. So awesome. So did you did you have a press or uh, uh, or uh, a CD release party, or how did you? I didn't have a, get a chance, but I'm I'm planning to do one in August at the King Eddie here in Calgary. So. Um, or the blues can one of the two. So I'll probably team up with some of my buddies here in town and we'll go through it because when it was released, we couldn't really go inside yet or get together um, with, with the pandemic and stuff. So um, I'm going to plan to do that, but I'll tell you what, since the album is released, I haven't been uh, so busy in a long time. Like I've been like this whole 
this whole uh, since Aboriginal Week started, I've had a show every day. And so there was one, this really brought me back to uh, memories. And I think you'll, you'll, you'll connect with this. But I had a show um, in Calgary. I was finished at 2.45 or 2.30. And then I had a show at 6.30 in Edmonton. So I'm just <laughs> my car just down the highway. And I was just thinking, wow, this reminds me of like the old days when, when you had to like go to the next show and be there. So literally like I got to the show, the, the person was finishing their last two songs and I was up. So it was like, if anything would have stopped me, I would have been like late for the show. And it was like for um, Aboriginal day, for, for Edmonton so they couldn't stop like it was just you know you had to be there on time so it was like ah anyways it, <laughs> it brought back every and running to the next show for sure yeah, yeah. I can relate to that for sure <laughs> like a musician that's how it is folks <laughs> yeah always on a mission we're always busy and hustling and it's just crazy we live a yeah. crazy lifestyle but it's uh it's so rewarding, right? <laughs> exactly. That's why I, you know, I, I really uh, appreciate doing the the school and community shows because there's no real like fame in those type of shows. You like you don't get award shows and that's type for doing school shows. But it sure kept me busy through the pandemic time. Like I literally had over 15 paid school shows. And it really helped me out and kept me going, you know. So, you know, doing that community work is is always important. It comes back to help you out, even though when you, you're not putting it out there to help you out, but it no, comes, yeah, back, for sure. comes back and it does, when, you know. Yeah, when when you give give to community, it comes back in really nice ways for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's what I that's why I, that video it like literally the song has at the end it has over 15 singers in it and the video has like over 25 people in it. So it's just packed. And all of those women there are community leaders. They all do different things here in Calgary. So uh, a lot of people recognize who they are and stuff. So, you know, it's good to uh, share that, you know, be, be in the community that way, you know. It's so awesome you do that to the women because many times they're not acknowledged for the work that they do. It, it, uh, many times we get passed over for a man doing a, a a lesser job than what we did getting honored and uh it's and thank you for honoring the women oh for sure you know i mean it's the real way right that's like, right i'm not sure about the ojibwe way but the like the cree ways we never took our father's name we took our grandmother's name that's how it works everything that represents a teepee represents a woman the woman chose which way we were going to walk next. The woman chose where we were going to stay. And it was usually the grandmother that that would do that. And the grandmother was telling the chief what to do. So, <laughs> you know, it that's the way be. it works. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. Grandma says. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so are, are you ready to perform your next? Yeah, for sure. Okay, for sure. all right. Um you know, yeah, I'm gonna do uh I'm gonna do this uh this one 
and it's called I Generation, and uh, I want to send it out to all the youth. Never lose that human contact. It's important to, you know, know that technology is our future, and it is. But don't forget that human contact. Uh, elders say that, uh, you know, um, technology is like when First Nations first got metals and first got knives. You know, uh, it's a, it was a quicker way to skin our bucks. It was a quicker way to chop down trees. You know, it was just a better way than a rock. It just was. But uh, if you didn't know what you were doing with those metals, you could cut yourself. And so he, he, you know, elder, that's one elder I was speaking to. He, he compared it to that, you know, so don't ever forget that. And when your elders are speaking to you, make sure you put your phones away, you know, because maybe when you're done with all your statuses and updating everything, you'll look up and your elder might not be there anymore. And so that was the lesson he taught me. And uh, this is called I Generation off the new album. Free thinking. 
king population. We come from a strong generation. Free thinking population. We come from a strong generation. Free thinking population. Awesome. Thank you. So where can we? So where can the audience find your music online? Um, it's all over uh, all the uh, platforms like um, you know, Google Play, uh, iTunes, CD Baby, iHeart. You know, all the um, all the uh, social platforms that uh, you can get um, songs from. You can download it off there as well. So I mean, like, I haven't really ordered CDs yet. Um, because like, I don't know who has a CD player. I might order like a few records because like, it seems to be, uh, yeah, vinyl because cool. it seems to be popular right now. And then also the cover of my album is really cool. It was put together by, uh, my cousin, Randy Longman, and he is a really cool artist. And my, my brother, if you look at the front of my album, my brother is above me in the sky um, on a horse and it's just like a like a silhouette of him and you know it's just kind of in memory of him because the first song off the album was inspired um at his funeral i i they asked me to play a song so literally kind of like what happened with you tonight you know that's how we we deal with things right we write songs and so on on the way to uh his funeral and uh, this song just came to me you know and so I just, I wrote it and I sang it at his funeral. And then I felt like his, his spirit was like, come on, just put out an album. Like, it's been so long for you. You don't have anything solo, like anything. Like even my first solo album was a huge learning experience. It really wasn't my style and who I am. But at the time I was just with the producer. I didn't really know what was going on and stuff. So this is my first real, I would say like, Honestly, this is the beginning of my career in a way. Like this is my first real album um, that I put together. That is a solo album for me. So, um, and it is really wild how busy I've become since I put it out. Um, much thank you to uh, the communities that have hired me and uh, you know getting out there and, and being busy with what I do with what I've been doing. So, that's awesome. Good for you. I'm, I'm proud of you, uh, the work that you've been doing. And and uh, thank you for coming on the show today. You know, it wasn't, uh, I think it was meant to be for, because I had to cancel the show. We were supposed yeah. to do yesterday. Yeah. And and I, I believe it was meant to be today to to talk about what happened in your community and, and to share your music with us today. It, it really did happen for a reason. Right? I believe so. And also, like I said, uh, performing in earlier on today was a blessing you know so thank you to the organizers that made that happen uh for residential school survivors yeah and i just wanted to let the audience know that, that i i wrote a song today it just came to me really quick about uh the children that never came home and i talk, I, I wrote a little bit about my mom's um 
experience. And and I'm leaving it alone right now because if I read it out loud, I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to cry and, and it's just an emotional charged. It's emotional feeling right now for all of us. It's, we're all emotionally charged and we, and you could see it in yourself that like you look really heavy and I pray for you, mm-hmm. pray for you and, and uh, you know, to let go of, let go of that heaviness that's that's uh, you're carrying around right now. And, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. yeah it's, uh, and I thank you for that prayer. And, uh, you know, also, you know, I hope you uh, feel better in your recovery as well from your surgery and everything. And like I said, uh, everything that you're doing is really hugely important and uh much love by all of us artists, for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for being my 80, 83rd guests. Uh, uh, the show is going on over a year now, and, and uh, I love it. And I, it's so good to connect with Indigenous artists, uh, you know, from all over the world. And just to hear how they're doing and, uh, you know, sharing their creativity with with me, as well as the audience that tunes in. And I just want to say that, uh, you know, uh, the show gets turned into a podcast, so I'll be sharing the links. I'll share the links with you, and you could share it with your with your fans. And Perfect. and also, it's also streaming live on 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 YouTube right now, and it'll it, it'll stay there. So if people want to go and check out the channel later, and and I share the shows on on social distance Apollo as well. So nice. I'm going on for for the artists and and. Uh, because I really believe in in, in uh, indigenous artists, and you know we're just as talented as mainstream artists. And and uh, you know I, I had a uh, I was on a panel the other day with for a Canadian organization, and they wanted to know how how they can work with indigenous people. And they asked the question. One of the the final question was, "Do you have any questions for us or or any comments?" And and I put up my hand. Of course, I, I said yes. I I want. I want, I want them to know that Canada traumatized our nation, all of yeah. us right across Canada, and that we're slowly catching up in in society because of that trauma, and and you know and 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 uh, how I why I say we're slowly catching up is because like the Jordan Tutu and Brady Keeper and Zach Whitehead, you know, they're all in in NHL and and a tribe called Red and and. Um, uh, you, you know, getting getting Juno, winning Juno awards in, in non-indigenous categories, and yep. William Prince, like, see, we're, we're rising up, and and Winnie Corn Miller becoming spokesperson for Estee Lauder. You know, we're we're slowly getting back. We're slowly becoming part of society, and and there's going to be more and more and more of us getting into those big big um, you know mainstream society positions where mm-hmm. we should be. Or exactly. as we're gonna we're owning our space and 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 uh you know watch out we're we're coming yeah right? <laughs> Ron, deadly coach hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> we're gonna stay deadly <laughs> So with that, you know, our our numbers are going down, but still, you know, we, we encourage people to get in back to get vaccinated and to continue to social distance and wear your mask and, and stay safe and stay healthy. And uh, my next guest is uh, the beautiful Sherry Shorting. Woo, right on. Yeah. So do you have any parting words? Um, yeah, just uh, you know, say a prayer. 
for each other. You know, um, all the artists out there, keep sharing your music. You know, I had like a lot of people come up to me in tears today, say, you know, I haven't heard music in over a year after I was done singing. So it's it's needed. What you guys, what everyone is doing is needed out there. You know, whether it be drumming or guitar playing or dancing, whatever it is, you know, it's needed. So keep it up. Hi, hi. Hi, hi. I could say. Tune in again next time when Rhonda interviews another up-and-coming Indigenous superstar. Only on Indigenous Superstar.